Welcome, everybody, to episode 194 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at holla, holla. at Two on Three Pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me gliding into the long weekend at CD Villasenor on Twitter, and with me is Ty. Where are you kicking up your feet on social media? I'm going to try to stay off social media for the next few days. Unsuccessfully, I'm sure. At S-E-A-T-J-K. <laughs> yeah, just like just, just put it away for let's put it away for a little bit. Not, it's not a big deal. What am I going to look at when I'm ignoring my family? <laughs> social media, I guess. Anyway, we'd like to wish our U.S. listeners a happy Thanksgiving and our international listeners a happy Thursday. <laughs> Generally, that's right. That, that works. Hope your November is going well. <laughs> Hope your November is going well as we wait for the atmospheric river to come back. Um, Three of them. Oh my God! Let's we'll save that maybe for next week when we're crying and are you drowning? How will you be able to tell? <laughs> is my face wet from the tears or from the torrential downpour? <laughs> It'll be it's hard to know. Uh, we've got a good show for you tonight because uh, it is U.S. Thanksgiving, which means get your feed bag on. Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk get your about pants picked out. <laughs> got I've got the Lululemons all laid out. They're ready to. They're ready to. They're ready to. I'm going to be eating some Fabletics pants. Mm-hmm. They look like slacks, but it has a stretchy waist. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about how, what to make out of the next. The next. What to do with that food later? Yeah. The, the food you don't eat. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, a little update, big big news in the uh, in the life of Chris and uh, in his uh, in his road to the to White House. Indeed, uh, gets gets uh, gets underway for reals. Um, of course, we'll talk. We'll step. We'll check in with the stupidest things ever said, and uh, a little OT. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but uh, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, so just you know, getting out there into the shopping. Are you in the, are you in the shopping mode, Ty? Yeah, you know, we we uh, we really settled in during the pandemic into grocery delivery for the most part. But every once in a while, you know, the, su- the, the substitutions don't come through or they're out of this or that. And then obviously for Thanksgiving, we want to have some spe- some specialty meats. And there's like a semi Seattle famous uh, um, butcher nearby uh, here on the north end. It's called Double D Meats. And we're actually going to do a couple of uh, whole chickens. So instead of a turkey, we're doing a couple of whole chickens. Okay. And there's yeah. some different reasons for that. I'm not going to get into it. I'm sure somebody's out there screaming. Why don't you? Well, you know what? I don't want turkey. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> We've covered this. This is well. It has to do with it has to. Yeah, it has to do with who's actually eating the meat in my house. Oh. And and um, and whatever. I'm not going to explain myself. Don't, don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> anyway, but to, get, to go to Double D, if you don't want to spend a significant amount of time there, you need to go right when it opens. And when I rolled in on Tuesday morning. At 9 a.m. So you door bu- Was that a door busting? Is 9 a.m. a door bust? Well, there was no special deal. I just was no, but to I mean, it. but you were the first one through the door. Did oh yeah, unlo- no, it opens the, at 9 a.m. They unlocked the door and you walked it. I got the there at 8:54 and there were 13 <laughs> people in line outside the shop. <laughs> wow. And so the thing about Double D is that it's really just it's it's hilarious to me every time I go there because it is a place not built for Northwest uh, behavior. It is. Much more like an East Coast kind of butcher shop. I don't know if that's the founder. I don't know the story. I don't know if that's their ethos. But 
you know how people in Seattle want to wait in line. They want to mm-hmm. get their turn. I was here at this time. I'm behind that guy. And after that guy, then it's, I mean, that's not how it works. Yeah. At Double D. Well, we're the home of the zipper merge. You can't be pro zipper merge and then go to double D meets and not expect a zipper merge. I, I look, I agree. <laughs> except that you walk in there, there's like a big L shaped counter and then they it racks to the left. Um, and veteran movies walk all the way in, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go immediately to the counter on the right. That's no. what a sucker does. Walk <laughs> all the way in to the store mm-hmm. and get yourself some help because there's no number system. Yeah. Anyway, unfortunately for me, the gentleman right in front of me went all the way in, but then he was also, not he also, assertive. He, he also knows that he knows the trick. I think he just saw like a, it kind of got crowded at right. Mm-hmm. We were at right at the point of the line where that section got crowded and he sort of, cause he wasn't walking with a purpose. Like I was right. up his ass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go. And you get to the counter and there's no numbers. It's just, you know, who needs help? Who needs help? Who needs help? Mm-hmm. And this usually works in my favor. Now, it sucks that I'm not tall because, you know, the counter is like chin height for me. Sure. Which is not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> and so I'm not easily visible. But um, the gentleman in front of me, you know, he, he, the guy's like, who needs help? Who needs help? And he like, and I, I'm kind of in his ear and I'm like, step up. And then he like points over to this other guy. Goes, well, well, I think he was here first. I'm like, God no, damn it! That's not how no, this works. No, <laughs> you don't even remember. You telling me you took stock of everyone in line in front of you? Right. Get the hell out of here. Just step up. Anyway. So did you just shoulder him out of the way? Did you just like shoulder? No, him to the I ground? was polite. Ah, damn. I was polite. I waited my turn, and then I, of course, got helped by the seasonal teenager, and that went as about as well as you'd expect. Yeah. God. Anyway, I got out there with my chickens, but it was irritating. <laughs> it but it's just funny to me to watch the Northwesterners just flounder in this chaos. No, they can't. They, you're you're absolutely right, though. You, they cannot um, step outside themselves in that in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, if it's just a couple of you standing there, it's fine. But when there's like a decent sized crowd, if you get eye contact with the counter person and they look at you, yeah. it's like, "What do you need, buddy? Hey, I'm in." You yeah, I mean, tell me I guess twice. it's. It's just middle-aged people who haven't been in a busy bar in 15 years. Right. There's, right. Yeah, there's no like, line. How many times have we done that, like, when you were trying to get drinks at a bar? You get eye contact with the bartender and say, what do you need, buddy? Bang. Here's mm-hmm. my order. Mm-hmm. Give it and then you me. get people then, giving you the stink eye who are in front of you. And you're like, well, yeah, what do like, you want I'm me to sorry. do? Yeah, what do you, he, we're obviously, we are, me and the bartender obviously have a thing. Me and the meat counter guy obviously have a thing. I go to our local specialty meats place. I roll in, and those people know I'm a buyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the fat guy first. <laughs> that, this is a, it's, it's a it's a very easy rule in food service or in the you know in the grocery biz. The overweight person rolls into your store. That you help that person. They're ready to buy. They're not here to look around. They're ready to go. And while I'm waiting, the other gentleman who's working there, he's packing up some other meats, and the phone rings, and he answers, and. He gets off and he shakes his head and he looks at me and he's like, this person asking, calling me, telling me I didn't call them to tell them their turkey came in. Like, I'm not calling everybody that ordered a turkey. <laughs> Just come. Just because we took your phone number. That's in case there's a problem. If you didn't hear from us, no news is good news. Come get your shit. Right. So people aren't ready. And then, people aren't ready for the double D me. They want to be called back. Tell me my, my turkey, your turkey is here for you to come get it. Yeah. Order your turkey from Amazon then. <laughs> Because you'll get an email, you'll get a confirmation, you'll get a bunch of stuff from them. I had to make a last minute run over to the Safeway. And I mean, supply, supply chain or turkey shortage or whatever, there's plenty of Genios in the freezer. Yeah. Help yourself. Gen- the Genio people are making it happen. <laughs> They've got it down. All right. Well, speaking of getting your feedback on, let's, uh, let's jump into segment one. Let's cook it up. All right. 
So, today came across an article that claims that the typical American will consume about 3,000 calories and 150 grams of fat in a Thanksgiving meal. First of all, I'm going to call shenanigans on this. Low high. Way high. Way high? Do you know how much 3,000 calories of food is? Now, maybe you might consume during the day. Sure. Like, like you might, from the beginning to the end of the day, you might mm-hmm. consume 3,000 calories mm-hmm. in that day. That's, 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 that's hogging out. But there's no way a quote-unquote typical American <laughs> is knocking down 3,000 calories in, that, in the Thanksgiving meal. Well, now, let's say you drink six light beers. You're in right there for uh, you know, 600 calories right off the bat. A <laughs> couple glasses of wine. Okay. Whiskey. In the meal. Okay. You're so, going to drink a thousand, you're so going to drink a thousand got, calories. You've got eight. <laughs> what kind of Thanksgiving you're having? The like drunk kind. Drinks. What are you talking the, about? 10 drinks. 10 <laughs> drinks at, for it, during the meal? No. During the day? During the during afternoon? The yeah. That's what I'm saying. It all counts. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I'm, when it says in a Thanksgiving meal. All right. I'm drawing lines around the meal. I'm drawing lines around the meal. There's no way you're eating 3,000 calories in a meal. See, I was going to say shenanigans low. Like for me, I I believe it's well north of 3,000 for the day. Now for the, oh, well north of 3,000 for the day. Because, you know, as I've been trying to squeeze some of the, you know, carbs out of my life. Mm. Like I started tracking again. There's right, a, right. there's Can't an app to use. There's an app that you can use that tracks your food. It tells you about it. I'm set to 2000 calories. It's that's not too bad. Okay. Um you know, it, it just it just keeps you just it, you just understand a little better where you stand during the day. You can eat whatever you want, but you get to the end of the day and you're like you get to dinner and you've got like 300 calories left in your right. dinner. You're like, "Oh fuck." You know, it's screwed. Right. So you try to like like roll it out like if you have a big lunch, small dinner, whatever. But it's set to like 2,000 calories, and I can, you know, you can run up to 2,000 calories pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Not, not a problem. So 3,000 calories for the day doesn't seem like a big deal to me. But 3,000 calories for the meal seems way, way, way overdone. However, I don't know. I, I got to say that I think that I probably hit 3,000 at the meal. <laughs> So you're gonna you're gonna load up you're gonna load up heavy on you're like a sides guy you're gonna go for the you're gonna go for that that um, the potatoes stuffing because that's where the action is that's where the calorie action lives. I'm not counting calories on Thanksgiving. I'm not even I'm not no, any I'm not, I'm not with I'm not, this at all. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not even telling you that you should. Mm-hmm. But but if you think you're gonna eat three thousand calories mm-hmm. at at Thanksgiving meal like from the time you pick up that first appetizer or whatever Fair enough. that you're going to have to go. I mean, you can't, there's the Turkey in and of it. You can eat the whole Turkey yourself and probably not quite get to 3000 <laughs> calories. So, so if you're a sides guy, if you're a sides person, yeah, you know, just, who's not just, a sides person. Yeah. I mean, this is where the load, like, it's like, like a little strip of meat and then like go big on sides. Give me, a, give me a nice healthy portion of dark meat. And then, just I'm going heavy on stuffing. Give me I want all I want all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They're thinking you also will eat as much as one and a half sticks of butter. I will not. Eat. Other people, <laughs> you will not. The typical American. We're not. We're not. You're not typical. Okay. But um, <laughs> special. <laughs> That's like Rob Gronkowski. That that damn commercial. <laughs> Those 
AAAAAA commercials. Yeah. Not for civilians. <laughs> They're really getting aggressive with it. I know. I mean, so running commercials not, all the time, getting mad at civilians not, calling you not, up. Not for you, dude. Stop calling us. <laughs> the uh, and then yeah. So a, if you can imagine a stick and a half of butter, I think I can imagine a stick and a half of butter. Sure. As you're as you're cruising through, you know, potatoes and rolls, pastries. I mean, rolls are I mean, a sucker's gambit, man. You can't mess with the rolls. <laughs> you really? Yeah. No. You're not gonna. You're. you're I have so one piece of bread. One. What? That's it. That's you it. Won't, you won't even. You're not gonna. You're not gonna mess with the rolls. Bread is a year round. It's there. If I want it, I can have it. You're gonna get your bread in the stuffing. In the stuffing action. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's how you're. That's how you're living. Yeah. I get that. I get that. One and a half sticks of butter. It's a lot. 80 to 90 grams of fat seems easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a, that's a no brainer. And then here's the other thing, the sugar that we don't think about sugar so much right. in these, in these, in this meal. Like it doesn't feel like it, it's sugar heavy, but they say you might consume 75 grams of sugar. Well, which do we is, really need to be like drown the sweet potatoes in sugar? Well, the sweet potatoes are sugar, but yes, some people like to do the whole like, like oh, brown uh, sugar marshmallows. We got all yes, kinds of stuff going on. Brown sugar marshmallow, brown sugar marshmallow. Um, yeah, sweet potato. I saw, I saw a really, a really cool thing where somebody uh, baked their 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 potatoes. Mm-hmm. They bake their uh, sweet potatoes, and then they basically crack them open like a like a restaurant baked potato with foil, and then they put like. And they put the uh, they put the they roast marshmallows, mm-hmm. and then they put the sugar and the they put the brown sugar and then they put the marshmallows and it looks like a baked potato, but it's a sweet potato. I don't think that sounds very good. It sounds like it would look nice on Instagram. It, it looks really good on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like a baked potato, right? The first like four bites are, are like really great once you're yeah. working in the trough. Yeah. And then once you like get like a half inch below the trough, you have to like reapply all yeah. the toppings again. I'm not a baked potato person. Really. I love me a baked potato, but yes, I, that's the that's the problem with the baked potato. But they it's look like four, great. like you say, there's four good bites, and then it's just a struggle. <laughs> you have to mix it up. You have to churn it, churn yeah. it around. But yes, they're they're thinking, so they say a can of Coke has forty grams of sugar. If you drink, uh-huh. if you're if you're an adult and you're drinking full sugar Coke still, like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's like you've made decisions in your life. I mean, with the with the calorie count and everything, I'd rather just honestly just drink beer. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, you could there, at least there, it has alcohol in it. Yeah, there are low calorie. There are there are, there are diet you know options, but full sugar Coke is brutal, man. That's that is it. It is, makes I my mean, teeth feel. It makes my teeth hurt. Like <laughs> legitimately, I don't understand how it's even consumable by by human beings. Yes, it's it it, it the whole thing is a battery acid experience. Shout shout it out if you're an adult drinking full sugar coke still because i, I want to know who you are not that i'm, I'm not going to judge you but i just i just don't uh yeah i just don't get it it's i don't know it's a lot um, okay so they're saying here's some tips to avoid the added calories all right <laughs> they're trying to hard they're trying to help you they're trying to, don't starve yourself ahead of time don't skip breakfast or lunch and you know if your Thanksgiving dinner is literally dinner on a big day, you'll likely overeat. Well, this is why we overeat. This is why we want to. People are prepping. To get... So I do not begrudge you if you're thinking to yourself, I am just going to load up yeah. on Thanksgiving. I'm going to go super light. I'm not going to have much of anything. And then by the time I get to like 
like dinner time or what t- what time do you generally eat your Thanksgiving? We're probably going to we're probably going to go a little later this year because of travel stuff and whatnot. But we'll probably be like five or six o'clock before we eat our dinner. Yeah, I shoot for like four or five o'clock. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been some... to the I've been to the two p.m. Thanksgiving though. It's weird. Yes, yeah. I think a lot of people like to do that sort of late lunch, early dinner, yeah. middle of the afternoon Thanksgiving. I think it's just so they don't pass out. <laughs> or they like to, you know, or they like to, you know, the football games are on, or yeah, yeah. People have to drive over or whatever, and no one can get Thanksgiving on on the table by noon because there's just too much to do. Right. So like two or three o'clock seems about. See, I, I see that. I like a lot. four p.m. Solid blue plate special time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's the senior a, discount at the old country buffet. That's what I'm looking for. At Thanksgiving. <laughs> I miss the OCB. <laughs> the, uh, but they say, don't starve yourself ahead of time. Listen, if, if you want to, if you want to absolutely just gorge yourself, you know, like a, like a pate goose, just, just, you know, go ahead. Just don't eat a bunch and then like get there, be famished and just eat like a mad person. I don't, Go for it. Go for the 3,000 calories in a single meal if you want to. If you have your Thanksgiving at somewhere where you can't reasonably be like like unreasonably uncomfortable after you've eaten, I apologize that you're having a negative experience. Right, right. This is also an underrated part of Thanksgiving is you want to eat Thanksgiving dinner at a place where they have like you can crash a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't go to the people's house who have like really nice like nice but uncom- slightly uncomfortable furniture. <laughs> like you want to go to a, somebody's house they got a nice big cushy couch yeah. or some like overstuffed armchairs and like a yeah, yeah. place where you can flop a little yeah, I'm bit. I'm with you on this. Because if, if you go to somebody's like really nice Thanksgiving you might think to yourself oh this is beautiful what a lovely home you have and then you're going to overeat and then you're going to want to like poop in their bathroom. <laughs> And you're going to want to watch the football game and you're going to, I mean, and you're going to want to, you know, ideally you want to go you're somewhere gonna want where to, you want to spread out a little bit, right? You're going to yeah. need to expand a little. You want to go somewhere where the football is not attached directly to the main festivities so that right. you can adjourn yes. to, to a nice warm room where you can fall asleep <laughs> watching right. the late football game and wait to be woken up by your spouse to say it's time to go home. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And the, and you want to go to a place that has that. You want to go to a place that has, yeah. The, the, a lot of people, and God forbid you go to dress up Thanksgiving. Have you ever had to go to dress up Thanksgiving? Not since I was a young person. Oh, my God. The worst. I, I, I couldn't think of a worse thing to have to do. It's like, we're going to have dress up Thanksgiving, and we're going to eat in the formal dining room, and we're going to, like, wear nice clothes. Yeah. Jesus. No, thank you. No. Let me get through you know, these other two. They say, okay. they say limit alcohol. I think we've already covered this. Thumbs down. <laughs> limit alcohol. No. Matter of fact, in this particular Thanksgiving, I believe I am the only person in the house who will be consuming alcohol. So that really? Will be, yeah. <laughs> Danger For various, Yeah. Various health reasons, various allergy reasons, various driving reasons. I am the only one who's going to be drinking. It's going to be hilarious. At your own house? <laughs> yeah. You're hosting, and you're, yeah. you're going to be the only one drinking? Yeah, yeah. You're going to yell at somebody. Mm. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Nothing will ever match the time that I simply drank too much wine and then barricaded myself in a room because I was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was afraid that I had died in that room. 
I'm too drunk. I'm embarrassed. Pretty much. Leaving. Yeah. Tune in next week to see what happens for Ty, being the only <laughs> drinking person. At this. This that, was year, that was years and years ago. Anyway, this is must-see. This is must-see pod. If uh, must listen pod next week to find out what Todd did, being the only person drinking at his Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else did you want to hit on this list? Because I it had says, one other thing it to says say. About be, this. It says be selective, pick and eat your favorites. Don't have sweet potato casserole just to make the cook happy. And if you like pumpkin pie, try eating it without the whipped cream or ice. This what? No, no. Here's what? the thing: eat what you want, eat it the way you want. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, if you want to throw some ice cream on there, do it. Let, throw it out. I mean, everybody knows that everybody, you can overeat for one day. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You just can't overeat for the next four days. This is the problem with Thanksgiving. People, people like, they pig out on Thursday, but then they also pig out on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then you get yeah. to Monday, and you just feel just god-awful. So try to be at least, just go buck wild on, on Thanksgiving Day, and then rein it in. Like, rein it in. The other thing this ends with, start with a salad. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring a salad. No, there's no salad. Don't eat, sa- don't eat salad. There's no salad. Don't eat salad. Uh, who's serving salad anyway? At the, is someone, uh, you might end up at like a potluck Thanksgiving where somebody brings a salad. Just walk away from that. I don't know. I remember seeing that. like one of those Thanksgiving map, like most popular dish in each state. Uh-huh. And one of them was side salad. And it's like, what? <laughs> side salad. <laughs> That's my most popular dish is side salad. Now, at the risk of, of running long already, mm-hmm. I do, you know, I, I have an interesting, or I maybe mean, it's not interesting at all, but these people, they talk, you know, they're posting, I have to go see these, you know, I have to deal with this family or, you know, there's all the how to talk politics with your family mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving and so on and so forth. Now, I have a revolutionary strategy for this. I simply do not invite family members that I do not like. <laughs> like, just, you know what? I don't want to be around you, so you're not invited. I mean that. I mean that is a, definitely a way to go. I and you, I, you know, you it's, like I, I've, I've been like this now for so long that I can't even relate to the thing where people are like, "Oh, I have mm-hmm. an obligation to go do this and this and uh-huh. be around these people." Fuck that. Or, or you could just put it all away for a day. Just put it away. Just put it away for a day. Have your family over. And if you don't agree with them on certain, you know, political issues or whatever, just put it away. Well, just, I mean, it's just, not always like that, though. Like, it's, I know, but it should be. Just put it away. Like, don't start, don't start none, don't get none. <laughs> right? I'm not subjecting myself to these things. I, I, I don't have to see you for the rest of the year. I'm not going to pretend that that the celebration of a massacre of indigenous people is oh, something that I need to see. <laughs> Yeah, history aside, it's a it's a fine day to just be thankful for the things you have in your life. Just yes. have have a little gratitude. If, no, if it's, we just it is called definitely, it, yes. if we called it just gratitude day, it would be fine. It's laden with historical whatnot. Just put it away. Put it away. Fair put enough. Put it away. And yet, just, just be thankful for the things you have, and then and then and then we can work toward we can work toward the other stuff. Consider if you're in control of the guest list, not inviting people that are like. <laughs> it's fine. Sometimes family, some family's hard. Sometimes I get that, and you know, like I whatever. Said, I'm not, I'm not beholden to my DNA. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are beholden to your DNA, and you invite those people over, put it away. It's well, fine. I got the vaccine, so my DNA's been mutated, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> That's right. You've got trackers in your blood, sucker. All right. I've been looking for it all this time. Segment number two. In the aftermath of your 3,000-calorie meal, uh, you're going to have to do some stuff. 
but I, there was something that was first interesting to me as I was, you know, sifting through this. There's a lot of things that are sort of similar. You can take, you can take an ingredient, okay. and in that you can sort of spin it on its head. Like there's a lot of different things you can do. So, um, in looking at this, I found, and again, this is uh, this is something I think is interesting because I like desserts. Okay. And I do like a fruit dessert. Yes. Okay. And there are many fruit desserts, and I never knew how to. I don't know. I never knew the nuances of sort of the baked fruit dessert with sort of crust and whatnot. Right. Right. We're, very, we're familiar with the cobbler and the and the. Crisp. We're all familiar. We're all familiar with like pie, but as we yeah. get as, but people, I get, like, people just decided they wanted to make something, but that wasn't pie. <laughs> yeah, just keep mixing different types of bread in with the fruit. Right. So this was. So let me just run down this very quickly. There's the brown Betty. Okay. Whoa, brown Betty. it's sweetened fruit baked with layers of bread crumbs and butter okay so that's that seems i don't know the brown betty i've i've had apple brown betty okay but it felt to me like they were just saying well it just felt like apple crisp to me but yeah we stirred it up (laughs) we stirred it up right okay then there's the buckle okay the buckle is a thick cake batter poured over the fruit how does that work so does it come out with like sponge like, is it cake? If it's cake yeah. batter, it must cook up like cake, but you right? Just, but you pour it over the fruit, and then you bake it, so it's probably, like, really fruity and sticky on the bottom with uh, and caking on the top. Sounds like fruitcake. Dangerously like fruitcake. <laughs> it's a buckle. Hmm. It's a buckle. Then there's the cobbler. And they, <laughs> do you remember the, Sorry. Do you remember buckle from the, the mall? Like, buckle. There was a store called buckle. Sort of, <laughs> do you remember buckle? That? No. Did, did they like, sell cake? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You should go. I don't see any cake here. I don't see any buckle Fruit here. This is bullshit. This store sucks. All right, moving on. Um, cobbler. They they describe it as biscuit dough dolloped over fruit to resemble cobblestones. So it's a cobbler. I always thought it was like a shoe reference. I don't know, like because the the shoemaker couldn't afford to like pie make pie, so they just like put biscuit dough on top it makes me feel like maybe i've never had actually had a cobbler i don't i mean i i, I hear the word cobbler but yeah. sometimes i think maybe it's one of these other things i always think of cobbler as just pie with no bottom crust more or less and I, and I guess but i don't really feel like it's biscuit dough on top i always feel like it's like pie crust on top anyway but that's what they're saying here Okay. Now, here we go with the crisp. Now, this is the crisp is fruit baked under a crunchy streusel-like topping, which often contains oats. Now, the crisp is fantastic. It's like dessert oatmeal. I love I love me a good crisp, and my wife makes an excellent one. You know, I like, and plus I like, uh, I like uh, buzzing the thing in the food processor, right, with the butter, the little chunks of butter and stuff. And then you just spread that out there, and you're like, eh, some action is happening. Yeah. You know, you're, in for, you're in for a good time once the streusel topping, like, shows up. Like you Absolutely, can that, you can put that shit on anything. So it's true. Terrific. Always. Pizza. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend. I had a back in the back in Carlinville, Illinois. One of my neighbors, uh, the Rice family, their mother made the best. Like she called it like fruit cherry pizza, mm. and it was basically that. It was basically like a flat pizza with uh, cherry pie topping and a thing. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's kind of like a deep dish pizza, like a, like a Chicago style pizza. Yeah, it wasn't quite that deep, but it was yeah, amazing. Like, amazing. Like a wide pie with a crunchy top. Yes. Okay. And um and Mrs. Rice apparently like on her like near her like on her deathbed, God bless her, rest in peace. She said, 
I have to make Villa a, a cherry pizza. Like I hadn't seen her in like 20 years, but she knew that I needed one. <laughs> she remembered how much she it meant rem- to you. It meant a lot to me. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. All right. Now here's the thing. Crispin Crumble. Hmm. Crisp and crumble. This is the one where it's like, it's oat free. No oats in a crumble, but oats I, in a crisp. Seems. I don't even nu- know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure I've ever eaten such a thing. Seems nuanced. It's the streusel, but don't put the, don't put the, uh, don't put the, don't put the oats in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and here's the next one. It's a slump. And also talked, uh, also sometimes called a grunt. <laughs> Would you like to eat a, an apple slump <laughs> or an apple grunt? Hey, I think I'm going to make some apple grunt tonight. Would you like? Would you like some? Would you? Would you be down for some apple grunt? Slump some... grunt has got a whole different meaning <laughs> where I come from. <laughs> uh, Brian Schwartz is like Brian Schwartz is like his, he's like he he knows all this stuff because his wife runs like this amazing blog, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a mom blog. We should pr- and, all things mama. Check it out. Yeah, all things mama, and um. And uh, I'm, I'm sure she knows how to make a slumper grunt. I'm sure she's got some online <laughs> recipes. If you, this is cooked beneath dollops of soft dumpling dough that slump under the heat. Is it different if you make a, a grump slunt? Is that a different, <laughs> is that a different slunt? Is not, is slunt? I don't think we want to get rid of the grump slunt. Make me a grump slunt. <laughs> We're dangerously close to a with, line. I don't even know what I line that is. slump and grunt. Right. A, sl- a slump. <laughs> okay. I'm not... Yes. Like I said, we're dangerously close to a line. Pandowdy. Now, let's go for let's go for Pandowdy. This is this seems particularly British. Right. I think yes. There's no way, there's no way it can't be, but it's a pie dough or bread that is pressed into the fruit as it bakes. So, you just take your pie dough and you smash it on there. It's got a uh, pendowdy. It's got a struggle pie feel to it. We don't have enough dough, so just right. put all the fruit in the pan, and then we'll yeah. just make it look like a pie. Right. Well, again, this is how I felt about cobbler. Like I felt like cob. This was what cobbler was. Well, so it's funny that you say that. So about while we've been sitting here thinking about that, I've been thinking about cobbler, and it is definitely biscuit dough because it's like a scone on top of the fruit. It's supposed to be, but I think most of the co- quote unquote cobbler that I've been eating all my life has actually been pandowdy. Mm. And I'm going to call it pandowdy. I think it's better. <laughs> that's how I'm going to say it. That's how She's I'm my favorite British slut. actress, pandowdy. <laughs> pandowdy. Pandowdy. Anyway, that's going to mess me up. I'll be like wondering. I'm going to say that. And somebody's going to, what? Some Did you see person. that thing about the queen has entered a new phase and will not be seen until next year? A new phase, a new phase of what? What is she like? I, that was she, what the that was the press release. Can you imagine she, being the PR she, person that was like? She go- <laughs> that was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna write. She's entering a new phase, and that'll yeah, just what, answer all the questions about that. What is she like? A like a forming a pupa? Exactly, like a, like exactly. a, a chrysalis metamorphosis. <laughs> the best theory I saw was that they usually uh, it's taking longer than usual to replace the robot queen because of the microchip shortage. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. All right. Sorry. Okay, and the last one they have here is a sonker. A sonker. Sorry, did you swear at me? Yes, sonker. Uh, sy- syrupy. You're a sonker. Yeah, you, you're the sonker here, if anybody is. Syrupy cooked fruit baked under a pancake batter, which which I'm interested Sounds in. Sounds gross. Sounds oh, good. Oh, you're interested maybe, in it. I'm interested in this. Syrupy cooked fruit. I'm out. 
Right. I mean, it's just any fruit. You just like, you know, you take your apples and you like mix them with like the cinnamon and sugar. They get a little right. bit yeah, syrupy yeah, like the and then pie. you then you put them in there. Then you cook them a little bit to where it gets a little bit soft. And then you pour some pancake batter over the top of that. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm it seems like something I can handle, like I, the, the dessert that I could make. I would really like to know if any of our listeners have ever eaten a sonker. Like, please tell us your experiences with the sonker. If any of you eaten the slunt. Yeah, the, grump, the grump slunt. <laughs> All the, like I said, I think I've been eating pandowdy this whole time and calling it cobbler because I think people just take the Pillsbury like dough. They put that they, they, the pie dough and they just put it over the top of their... It's not. No, cobbler is like scones. See, that's what I'm saying. But I don't get the cobbler that's scones. I get the cobbler that is that is pie crust on top of all of these and maybe it's just familiarity for me but crisp seems crisp is for sure my favorite because it mixes into the fruit in a way that the others don't yes. and there's something about like a a hot scoop of crisp and then you hit it with the ice cream and yeah. it turns into a thing yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah that's yeah you that's get the right. crunch and the hot fruit and the cold ice cream all in the same bite yeah yeah that's what the action is for me i i you know all in all, I would like a pie. I like a pie. Yeah. But in this whole sort of, I just got fruit and I'm just going to throw it in there and then throw some sort of starch at it. I'm, I'm, I'm down with some, some crisp. Well, if you're a pie alternative family at Thanksgiving or any other holiday, please let us know. I want to know what you prefer. I want to know the details too. Like, what do you like about it? Why is it good? Is it better than pie and why in your opinion? And which one do you like? Is it brown Betty for you? Buckle, cobbler, crisp, crumble? <laughs> Slunt. <laughs> Pandowdy or the sonker. Pandowdy. You sonk like... of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you sonka. But this sort of also begs the question, like, like you could make all the you can basically have like four ingredients and make all these things, right? Yeah, it yeah. just sort of depends on how you s- want to slap them together. Right. It's like it looks like you either need a brownie pan or a skillet. Yeah, but and I mean it's just, fruit and have, various kinds of dough. If you have fruit, flour, butter you're you're ready to go you're yeah. ready to you're ready to make the action happen and i think that's the i think that's the i think that's the key to this and uh you know it's like eating in a mexican restaurant right there's only like seven ingredients like <laughs> so mm-hmm. they just you just got to put them together it, the order matters right and you know it's like you know all these things just you know, sort of happen like you could just uh you don't have to yeah you don't have to think about it too much you can make you can like it's like god dang we make crisp all the time but if you leave the oats out it becomes a it becomes a crumble <laughs> i don't know like like everybody would i'd be crabbing about the fact that there were no oats in it i'd be like what the hell the, what the hell happened to the oats yeah. like well, well you're eating a crumble dumbass it's coming all apart and it's not crispy at all <laughs> it's not a, it's not a crisp jackass it's crumble it's confusing <laughs> it's, it's very confusing it's, more of a dessert thing. Also, in dealing with your leftovers, I did see somebody who made like a a giant like shepherd's pie out of out of their leftovers. Like they just layered all their leftovers in. It's like it's like it's stuffing like a layer of meat to like turkey, it. and then they layer the, the the mashed potatoes on, and then they basically put a like a pie crust over the top of it, and then they bake the whole thing, and that's. Your leftovers. I like day. it. I like it. And then you just, say pot pie. And then yeah, and then you grab the gravy back out. Yeah. And then you cut the. Then you everyone gets a slice of Thanksgiving meal, all in one fell swoop. 
a little gravy, and that's uh, Saturday. That's Saturday's. Uh, that's Saturday's dinner. It's disappointing when the leftovers are gone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no. Do you want to eat the leftovers though? Like, um, here's a here's a point. Do you want to eat the leftovers on the Friday? Like, I would like give it a day off and then hit the leftovers like on Saturday. Um, I don't want to cook, so. That's true, and your fridge is generally full of stuff. Yeah, but there's something about like eating because that third day. Because if you have to go back for that third day of that that uh, of leftovers, like that's not that's not good. Let's make right? some stovetop to go with the rest of it. <laughs> We're out of stuffing, so I could make some more. <laughs> oh my A one C! It's through the roof. Just talking about it. All right, my feet hurt. <laughs> my feet are gonna fall off <laughs> segment number three all right well interesting news for me and i did and uh and it was posted to the uh two on three site but i my the road to the white house begins begins now in some sort of brown wood panel building in some <laughs> cheap desks <laughs> we have a very nice city hall actually okay but i no stucco Okay, if we remember, let me, let's just start at the beginning. If you remember, during the summer, uh, I was running for uh, city council. And I had to run a primary, which I did not win. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in fact, I got third place. It was rigged. <laughs> it was rigged against me. But it was fine. And, you know, I, you know, I said to myself, it's a start. We'll just go from here. It'll be fine. I'll just continue to stay, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. Because I, I enjoy being doing community kind of things. And, you know, it's, it's growing on me. So uh, fast forward, uh, one of the sitting council members has, is, is uh, vacating their seat because they're moving out of the area to take care of ailing parents. And so off he goes. Is that code for newly discovered sex crimes? <laughs> it's good. Uh, yes. Um, corruption. Okay. It, it took bribes. Fantastic. So they're, they're leaving the area. Um, and, uh, and so there's a vacated seat. So there's a process for this. Mm-hmm. So you have to. So I decided, hey, I'm going to get in the process. So me and eight of my eight of my neighbors get into this process. You have to, you know, you have to write it. You have to write an essay. <laughs> you have to do all these other things, and then, um, and then you have to interview in public, like public interview mm-hmm. in front of the city council. So the city council in our town, seven people. And there was like basically a four majority and a three minority that generally voted similarly. Mm-hmm. But now that there were three and three, like they could not, they could not get, they could not get it to happen. They could mm-hmm. not get a majority. They could not get four votes for a single candidate. So they kept whittling off candidates one by one until it came down to two of us, uh, me and another gentleman, and they couldn't get it done. So they have to kick it up to the King County Council. So this is like King County Council is kind of serious business. Yeah, yeah, that's no town. joke. It's a lot of people. It's no joke, and these are the kind of people who show up regularly on the the evening on the local evening news because mm-hmm. you know because King County's there's a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Like in fact, King County Council people show up on national news. They show up on CNN and Fox. Well, news there's been a few that have been wiling out lately. So yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. One in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to yeah. get into it. We're yeah. not going to get into it, but. But the uh, but yeah, so these are people like so now I have to have a public interview. They they even have their own TV channel, like the whole thing. Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I am so I have to you know, get get on a Zoom and interview again. Like 
relatively stressful. I think it was far more stressful to interview for the King County Council than it was local. I mean, it's just, again, it's, these are people that you see on, you know, it's a much bigger deal. It's like sure. not by just one step, but it's like exponentially like a much bigger deal. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, so I interview and I'm selected. So Congratulations. I'm Thank you. So I am appointed to a seat. What terrible on... news for your constituents. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the funny thing. So the so one of the people that I that I uh, ran against in the primary, he made public comment against me and for the other dude. Wow. So so it was funny because he says this is and this is the wild part about it. He, first, he called me a failed candidate. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's obvious the people of my town do not want me to be on want me to be on the city council because I, if so, I would have gotten more votes. He has a point. I got listen. I got six hundred <laughs> more votes than the other guy who okay, didn't, yeah. who's I'm running against. He got no votes. Fair enough. But then here's the wild part. He said. Because I got so many votes, it's obvious people want this other guy who is like me and not like him. I'm like, dude, he got no votes. And in fact, I said, well, in my brain, this is the, this is, you know, the smart ass, the guy who wants to just like jump in there and like splash around. Now, this is, this is the thing about real public office now. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't just jump in and splash around like I I normally, like with dude, like, (laughs) Yeah. With, like with you and me, I just jump in and splash around and be like, "Yeah, what are you talking about? Why are you talking I think about that's what I miss. That's what we're missing. That's yeah. What people love about Trump, man. Right? You want that's me to be like Trump? Is that what you're yeah. telling me? But like, good. would <laughs> <laughs> be like, why are you talking out your ass? <laughs> right? Like, it's like so. The, the first thought in my brain was, "This is maybe not the town for it." But yeah, in Idaho, yeah, yeah. But the the first thing that came to my mind was, "Listen, you only got forty six percent of the vote in the primary. Let's figure. No, let those people didn't want to vote for you. It seems like fifty three percent of the people in this town didn't want you." He ended up winning his race, but uh-huh. uh, because they got through the primary and and some other shenanigans went on, and he he won pretty handily, but. Now I'm going to have to sit on the city council while this guy looks at me like, you're a failed candidate. <laughs> and at some point, at some point, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to assume he's going to be gentlemanly about it, but you never know. But uh, anyway, so. I hope you get to tell this guy to fuck off at some point. <laughs> you know what, Bill? Why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Why are you talking out your ass all the time? <laughs> But I think it's I, I'm just waiting for the so 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 there's an opposition group like so there's a a minority or a major the majority seems to be more indicative of the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. okay we're nonpartisan but mm-hmm. they tend to tend to lean liberal and it's more conversational and whatnot and then the the other three tend to lean more conservative and it's very it's very aggressive and, you know, there's a lot of opposition. There's a lot of, there's a lot No, of, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they're much more conflict driven. <laughs> they're much more conflict driven. Weird. So, so, so the, uh, that opposition. So in this, in the race that I would have been in, that I was third place in the primary, the, um, the opposition, 
uh, or the minority stake, they put out a newsletter and they drug up all these old sort of <laughs> like this. The, what they did the, Oppo on you? Not me on the on uh, the on the guy who was running in the in the in the actual election. Oh, and they like came up with like he had been he had been embroiled in some lawsuit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and they and they completely just surfaced stuff from like two thousand and like eight. It just ran it all over the place, like paraded around. Like it was a it was a case that was dismissed, but no, no, it's like it was the whole thing was just. And unfortunately, the guy who they like levied all these accusations against didn't do a very good job of like combating them. He, I think he just sort of said, "Oh, that's just junk. I'm not going to worry about it." <laughs> well, you probably shoulda. You probably should have said something, but he didn't, and he lost. And uh, and so all these things were like hanging in the balance. We had um, there were three three seats that were up for election. Um, two of them went toward the the what I was going to call the minority the minority party uh-huh. in this in this town. And then the last one, the, the actual, and then the 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 what you might consider the swing seat came down to ten votes, ten, like crazy. I like it. At least you don't have gerrymandered districts. No, yeah, it's just, we have one city. We have one city. It's done, and then and then and then the way that fell out shook out. This this seat that I was up for um, really became super important mm-hmm. because it was it is the swing seat. So well, um, you are a swing voter. I'm a swing voter, and uh, so here we are. So there we go. I mean, it's. It, it's been a really interesting process. It's been going on for a long time. It does take up it. It, it takes up a decent amount of my time, but I've been uh, I, I've been having fun with it. Really, mm-hmm. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Even though it's uh, it's about to get you know much more serious. You know, it's one of those things where like the dogs that chase cars. Like, what does the dog do when he catches it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are. And how do you feel about having 200 hours of recorded audio on the internet See, <laughs> as this? you embark on your political career? <laughs> so the opposition party, they, they're going to discover this podcast at some point, right? <laughs> I would imagine. Right? They're going to dig through it. We're going to have to, we're going to see, we have to check the uh, download numbers. If, if people start downloading shows from like a, two years ago, like a year and a half ago. Oh my ago, God, it's so hard to look at the historical records. I'm not going to go look at that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wait, what's going on? They're gonna find something. They're gonna find something out of me that I said, and then, and then they're gonna clip it, and they're gonna and they're gonna. I, I mean, it's kind of a dream of mine if they did it, because I'd funny. love to just. I'd love to just. I'd love to defend all the goofy crap that I've said on this podcast for the last forever. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love well, your views on this. We can you explain it? So yeah, I explain it. He says turkey is overrated. <laughs> You're right. It's like, well, you're obviously a communist then. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, that should be. So I am embarking on a, a career in career, a side hustle in uh, in public office. So it, it, should, it should promote. It should it should it should bring up some uh, some decent uh, some decent material from you know, over the next couple of years as I serve out the term and then. At some point, I run for re-election in a couple of years, so that should, that ought to be that ought to be good times. All right, so but, installed, unelected, uh, <laughs> potential unpopular voting record, a point. <laughs> way too much oppo available on the internet. This is not going to go well for you. <laughs> it might not. 
<laughs> I'm ready though. I'm ready. I'm ready to take it on. I'm ready to. I'm ready to have the experience. So that's, it's a, uh, and again, you know, people don't even pay attention to local politics, let alone the podcast of a local politician. No, but uh, but it would be great. It would be amazing. And now you understand though why my whole my whole name isn't really on the podcast or the internet really anywhere. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> but, but see, now you've arrived at the reason that I've always kept a, a bit of a. Uh, a firewall there's nothing there's nothing i've said over the past four years on this on this podcast that i can't easily defend probably i mean that's i don't know i'm gonna go back and listen <laughs> do the research for them <laughs> right, you're gonna start sending here's stuff. the minute mark there's the, episode the, 43 the, 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 he was publicly the, horny for these actresses <laughs> The, the whistleblower came from inside. It's like, you're the whistleblower. I know who the whistleblower on this podcast is, and it's you, pal. I know. I know. Well, well, well. well you know what time this is. I'm, you know, effectively, I'm going to end up in this segment at some point. Probably. You'd be on but the you calendar. Know, but you know what the, but you know what this segment. Are you does. stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is stupid does, sir. The stupidest things ever said. No collusion. <laughs> That's what this is. So this first one is uh, a tweet. A tweet from a few years back. You might remember this one. Okay. Democrats can't find... Do you want me to hold it up so you can read it in the voice? <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I can't read that. You can't read it? All right. Democrats can't find a smocking gun tying the Trump campaign to Russia after James Comey's testimony. No smocking gun, no collusion. (laughs) At Fox News, that's because there was no collusion. There was no collusion. The, um, yeah, no smocking smocking gun. (laughs) Twice. You know what? I have, all right. So I think that Twitter misses Trump a lot. I think they miss him. The company or people? yeah, the, no, the company. Okay. I think that I think I think I think regard. He was such a traffic driver, and like there was so much like vitriol and like piling in and just you know sp- splashing about that. I think they missed that a little bit. I think I think kicking Trump off the platform lowered the temperature, and I think it's good for me. It's probably good for you, mm-hmm. but I think Twitter, the entity, misses Trump. That's my that's my theory. Okay, I'm glad that it's. I like that he's gone because now he writes those two page screeds that are insane, <laughs> and it's like you thought you from thought the, desk, the tweets were from mad. the desk of from the desk of. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are amazing. Oh my amazing. God. Old crow, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> it's psycho. All right, this is from a uh, a game show called For What It's Worth. Which American state comes last alphabetically? Utah. No, it's Wyoming. I nearly said Wyoming. I knew it was either Utah or Wyoming. (laughs) (laughs) There's some other W states that would like to get in touch with you. Yeah, Wisconsin. They're getting upset. Uh, Here's a sign in the subway. Um, Doesn't say where. Ouija boards and seances are not allowed to be performed in this shop. I mean, why not? There must have been a bad experience. I don't know, religious freedom? Can can people not? Can people not? It's public. 
You're not supposed to. Public. It's, it's public. Like I'm saying, it's public. It's not. Well, it's not. I'm sure it's not public. It's a privately owned business in a public place. You can't do your religion stuff in the subway. My favorite thing about any of these signs is that they oh, exist subway, for a reason. Subway. The, oh, no, not the, the subway. Yes, yes, sorry. Oh. A subway sandwich shop. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. like in the just the subway, like in like the like a subway no, no, like train a sub- station. No. Oh, in a, oh, yeah. Don't no. Don't do that in the subway. I can see you. Like, let's meet at the subway with a Ouija board. Right. Like a bunch of occultists get hungry and they're like, you know, hey, oh, I think more like bone thugs. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the subway. I'm hungry, but let's bring our let's bring our Ouija. Yeah. Let's bring our Ouija board with us so we can like those guys are commune. in the corner singing Dear Mr. Ouija again. <laughs> right. I'd like a I'd like a 12 inch BMT. And uh, do you mind if we Ouija over here? All right, this next one is from uh, Al Michaels during a Chicago Green Bay game. And the kick is a long line drive. No, it's a short kick that bounces out of bounds. <laughs> I think you that's think, a... Go ahead. No, I just think that's a play-by-play, like, uh, like automatic. He's yeah, just, my, I'm he's queued just up. Auto, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. on autopilot. He's yeah. just like, he's like, oh, oh, sorry. Right. Ball. Oh, I like uh, and two and two. That's a strike. Oh, ball. Right. <laughs> You're just like, oh, sorry. I should wait. I should wait for the umpire to actually make that call. Right. I'm gonna have to engage my brain for the kickoff. Oh no, something happened. <laughs> right. All right. Here we've got menu items from a Vietnamese restaurant, and I've got some elaboration for you once we're through it. Okay. Chicken potential bad medicine. <laughs> ginseng. Is that, bon, is that a Bon Jovi? Is that a Bon Jovi <laughs> reference? Probably. Right. Ginseng chicken evil potential. Ooh. Evil chicken mushroom. Hmm. Now, evil chicken is a thing because evil chicken actually is a, tran- a, a sort of a broken translation of uh, silky black chicken, which is a type of chicken raised in China. Yeah. It's the chicken is yeah. black. Right. Right. Yeah. It's evil. Evil chicken. Right. So the evil chicken. I don't know what the potential bad medicine could be. I couldn't find that one. But the <laughs> evil chicken. Bad. bad medicine is what I need. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Shake it up. <laughs> What was the second one? Evil. What, what was that one? That one sounded good. The other evil ginseng chicken. chicken evil potential. Ooh, yeah, evil potential. <laughs> that sounds good. I'll have some of that. All right. Reporter at an event introducing a Sony Vio laptop. What kind of laptop do you use? Bollywood actress Karina Kapoor, who was there to endorse it. I don't know about the hardware, but it's a green one. <laughs> Not this piece of shit that they pay me to come like talk about people at Sony. I think that that is so much more reflective of how most people view so many different important things in their life. Oh. I don't know. A green one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think about it so much. There is a lot of stuff that you just don't, you simply don't think about. Like if someone pressed you on it. Well, maybe not I me. Would... I think about everything. My own detriment. <laughs> But there's just a lot of stuff that you just sort of do or have. Like, I don't know what brand of whatever I use. Like, I don't know. Like, what's, what kind of deodorant do you use? I, I don't know. Every time there's... Thanksgiving rolls around, I think of the year that we had some further extended family here. And we had been in this house for only like a year. And the guys asking me questions about the fucking oven. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Get out of my face. <laughs> It's an oven. oven. It's an yeah. oven. What says dual oven? Is that the drawer? The, the drawer? I'm like, why don't you look up the model on the internet and read it in the corner? <laughs> Get away. He's just trying to make conversation. It was annoying. I was trying to cook. <laughs> uh, here's sportscaster Ian Abrahams. So was it a penalty? Not a penalty? Or neither? <laughs> why yes. not both? Why not both? Exactly. And finally, 
Uh, this one's titled On Basting Emergencies. Ooh. Caller. Hello. How do you baste a turkey? 911 dispatcher. <laughs> <laughs> this is 911, ma'am. What is the nature of your emergency? I need to know how to baste a turkey. Basically, you spoon the drippings back onto the top to help keep it moist. Why did you call 911 to ask that? Well, you knew, didn't you? <laughs> That's true. Like, I mean, to to the caller's point, the the 911 operator did know and did help. So they're just digging their own hole there. It's 1-800-BUTTERBALL, everybody. Everybody knows this. 1-800-BUTTERBALL. They will help you with your cooking, your turkey cooking um uh, problems. They don't. You don't even have to have a butterball turkey. You don't even have to provide proof of purchase. They will just help you. Anybody. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 set up. They're ready to go. You get somebody from overseas call center. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a very '90s sort of thing that happened. One eight hundred butterball, like a promotional right. deal. Yeah. And they just had to keep it on forever because people never stopped calling. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, nobody in America's working. You get somebody like call center in the Philippines or something like that. Right. You want to, do you want to baste your turkey? Wait, and also the thing I'm confused about is that none of these have been in the pre-internet era. No. Like my, yeah. Like my favorite internet, my favorite internet site is still 1-800-Flowers. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> flowerscom I'm like, what? You can still call 1-800-Flowers. You still can. I don't know why you would. But you can just go to the dot com. It's just like a to somebody on the phone. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Nobody wants that. All right, let's do the overtime. Overtime. So in the overtime, we're going to talk about golf. Sort of. <laughs> we almost got through the whole show and didn't talk about golf. I'm fiending now, though. This is the the height of the can't play season. Mm, it yes. is raining almost every day. And if it's not raining, I've got to hang Christmas lights or I've got to, you know, I got to get ready for guests and it gets dark at four. I got to make sure nobody that I don't like doesn't come to my house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that is also actively, <laughs> actively, I have to actively keep these people away. Correct. correct. I run they want to come. They yeah, know, yeah, they know, I, they want, they know where the action is. I patrol the neighborhood in a, in a figure eight fashion. They know since there's only one person drinking at your house, there's a bunch of extra booze that they could come like, come get. That's right. They will, they want an invite. People yeah. want in. Not happening. But yeah, no, it gets dark early too. That's part of the problem. You can't knock off work and, and, and really squeeze around it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's either fine time on the week. Anyway, the bottom line is that this is a time of tinkering. And I made a joke the other day that I actually did get out with some friends. Uh, gosh, probably 10 days ago now. But I sort of, it took me six holes to like get my shit together. Mm-hmm. And it's because I've been practicing. Because <laughs> if I've been practicing, I'm much worse. Like, because the, the practice is like, I'm doing things, right? I'm not mm-hmm. just practicing the same. I'm trying to get better. Right. And so in trying to get better, you're tinkering. And mm-hmm. the tinkering gets in the way of sort of your ability to play a stock game when you go out there and play. Right. Anyway, I have I got a new putter a couple of months ago. And it's just, you know, I've been trying to trial and error. I, I've messed with the practice putter. Um, and then I never, like, took the extra effort to go get the two putters, like, side by side and hit them. And... To come to the realization that one of the reasons that I was leaving a bunch of putts short was because my practice putter is probably 20% hotter than my actual gamer. And for those that don't know, hotter means the ball bounces off the face faster. The ball mm-hmm. comes. So I'm practicing with a putter that's sending the ball much faster than what I'm actually doing on the, on the course. And then you're going out on the course and playing with a, with a, with a, a 
putter that's essentially more dead. So you're leaving everything short, obviously, because your yeah. eye because your eye is trained to a certain distance, and that putter. And then you switch putters to game with? That's a, that's a that's crazy. Why are you doing that? Well, the balance is the same, and the setup is very similar. So I just didn't want to have to go get the my real putter out of the trunk. <laughs> I mean, like most golfers, I have number of putters, right? Because you don't you don't putters don't age out like like other equipment. Sure, you can hang on to putters for 20, 30 years, and they're still as effective as they were on day one. Yeah, but your putter is. I just don't lecture me. <laughs> I realize this is why this is why I put this in here because I realize how stupid I was being yes. to like come bring finally put them side by side and be like, oh, well no wonder. <laughs> and then I started practicing with the gamer, and now all of a sudden things got much better, much much more quickly. That's, and then uh... I also changed the gamer so the setup is the same as what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say setup, I mean like uh, the, the length of the putter, the, the the width of the grip, and so on and so forth for mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't know. And I just think it's so frustratingly hilarious that you have to like sort of just trial and error your way through all these different techniques and different equipment until you find like the magic sauce that works for you. Mm-hmm. And even then there, there's no guarantee that it just doesn't stop like a few days no. from now and you have to change equipment again. It's a hundred percent. I mean, it's one of those things where you just don't know, especially, especially regular people like us i mean it's just like sometimes you get your, i got your, your, very little help right you're living yeah you're living in the you're living you're living in a good feeling for a while and then all of a sudden you get out there one day and the good feelings are gone and you're like oh shit what yeah. am i supposed to do now oh that is the worst it's the worst i mean the uh, golf and music are sort of the same thing where the practicing of it and the performance of it are mm. entirely different things like in music, you have to be very thoughtful about your practice. You're very detail oriented. Then, when you perform it, you should you need to forget all that stuff and just play, mm-hmm. right? The best player, it's there's that freedom of, of you know that freedom of music, and you you know what you're going to do, but you're not really thinking about what you're going to do. You're just sort of going along with the music, and you're just playing. You're just you're feeling the whole thing, and so you just have it's like it, but it's a 180. Yeah. And, and and a lot of things are like that, and golf included is like when you practice, you're thinking about all these little things, and then you just got to leave it all behind, tee it up, and swing the club. It just yeah. and then feel the music, and it's it's a it's it's a hard thing for it's a hard thing for people to do. I think it's a hard thing for you know lots of people to do. I think uh, in any sort of in any sort of activity, sporting activity, there's that whole like detail oriented part of it. And then there's the performance part of it, which you have to forget. Like, you know, I'm sure like dancers and gymnasts and Mm -hmm. all these other types, just, you you just have to get out of your head and do the thing. And, uh, but you should do the thing with the same equipment. (laughs) 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 Maybe to your point, just say it, just say it. Maybe that's probably the thing to do. On the plus side, I'm super excited to get back out there because I've got this putter set up that I think is going to be very effective once I am able to get back out there. I, I you know, it's funny you talk about that. And a couple of years ago, I, I was dialed in, practicing a ton, and like, like we could have gone to the range. I'm like, oh, you want a low hook? You want a high hook? You want a high cut? You want a low cut? Like, I got them all. I, I'll hit them mm-hmm. all on demand. Could I translate that to the? I mean, I can produce maybe, right? Maybe yeah. when I'm out there. I was actually like, this is when I was telling you I was taking that three iron that says like babe didrickson on it it's got like this is like from 1962 <laughs> or something and i'm hitting it like off the cement at the range i'm hitting bullets with a with a 60 year old three iron off the like off the concrete because i was just like bored and i'm like oh, let's see if i can do this just dialed yeah and then is it does it translate no 
but yeah, you're right. <laughs> At least I should. Uh, that's the thing. It's really hard to. Um, it's hard. Golf is expensive to get good at because you got to have the equipment where you need it and trucking it around is a pain in the ass and so on and so forth. Anyway, I felt like an idiot. I wanted to share it with you, but I'm also excited that I came out the other side and now I feel like I've got a setup that's going to be effective. Feels like you're back on track, on the right on the right track. That's right. I love it. I love to hear it. All right. Well, that's our show. Our happy Thanksgiving to all of our American friends and for all of you for listening to the two on three pod. If you listen to this on Thanksgiving day to get away from your family next time, try not inviting anybody you don't like. Um, but here on the two on three pod, we endlessly, particularly this week, pursue life's ideal recipe. Subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies and meet us here next week for more pop culture, life strategies and existentialism. But until then, slump grunt. <laughs> <laughs>